Way back in the 10th century, an Ethiopian goat herder by the name of Kaldi was lolling around in a forest plateau. Seems like an average guy, right? Wrong. This simple goat herder was about to discover the world's most famous beverage. Although when this caffeinated sleep inhibitor was first found, it wasn't the warm and dark drink we adore today. Welcome to coffee. The benefits, the risks, and the misconceptions. Our story begins with the goat herder, Cowdy. While Cowdy was having the time of his life in the forest with his goats, his bleating companions were eating strange berries from an unidentified tree. Later that night, Cowdy discovered his goats were so energetic that they couldn't sleep. The goat herder notified the abbot of the local monastery about his discovery, and the abbot made a drink with these berries, which helped him stay awake through evening prayers. From there in Ethiopia, the newfound coffee made an extraordinary journey across the globe. Why coffee, you ask? What's getting everyone so hyped about a drink? Well, I'll tell you. 150 million Americans drink coffee-based drinks, such as espresso, latte, and iced coffee. This staggering amount isn't surprising. The most noticeable trait from a hot mug of coffee is its caffeine content. Most people who drink coffee look for that buzz that Cowdy's goats had, and the rest just enjoy the taste. For me, I like both taste and buzz. The next trait of coffee is that it is a number one source of antioxidants. In fact, coffee is the only source of antioxidants in the casual western diet, albeit hidden behind all the milk, sugar and cream. A cup of black coffee is equivalent to about 2 calories. When chain retailers like the famous Costa and Starbucks pump your morning stimulant with whole milk and sugars, it quickly racks up the calorie count, making your daily hero more of a long-term villain. Why does coffee give us a buzz? Caffeine is a drug which stimulates the nervous system, causing alertness. You can find caffeine in food products such as chocolate and soft drinks, also in over-the-counter medications like anodin and other headache migraine tablets. Caffeine is a medicine and it's used in the most extraordinary ways. Which next brings us onto our fantastic topic of coffee enemas. What is an enema? An enema is a procedure in which liquid or gas is injected into the rectum to expel its contents or to introduce drugs or permit x-ray imaging. So a coffee enema, being that the coffee is inserted into the rectum, is proven to be a more effective medicine against systemic candida than the actual prescribed medicine. Candida loves to mess with the liver, and coffee, being the biggest detoxifier, flushes candida and any other naughty bits right out. Coffee enemas are a great way to get your caffeine without becoming hooked on it. But that's not the only benefit. Coffee enemas can help with depression, drowsiness, bloating, digestion, energy and detoxification. This is also beneficial if you're sensitive to coffee as it won't affect the user this way. The coffee used has to be organic, not decaffeinated, or the effects won't be the same. I've never tried a coffee enema, but maybe, just maybe, this is the way the world should go. Instead of drinking coffee, we insert tubes into our rectums and let the coffee flush our systems right away. It's like a shower, but for the inside of your body. Think about that. Let's now talk about how you can optimise your coffee drinking and get the most from it. Coffee is still under the microscope, being investigated by very smart people to determine if it is more than just an energy booster. It's said that coffee can prevent diabetes and lower the risk of liver disease. After drinking a cup of coffee, depending on the consumer's tolerance, the effect of feeling energetic will come within 20 to 60 minutes, 
the effect of coffee will last for anywhere between four to six hours. So in reality, you wanna be drinking your last cup around 4 p.m. or just a bit beforehand as the effect should ideally be completely gone by the time you sleep. Now, onto the risks of coffee. Before we start, I'm going to correct myself there. There's no such thing as the risks of coffee, but there are risks of drinking too much coffee, as anything. A straight cup of coffee is nothing else but beneficial to the human body. You might know of people whose line of work is to travel or stay conscious for so many hours. These types of people will tend to buy more than one Costa beverage on the job, and these are the people who have higher chance of exposing themselves to risks. According to a study by researchers at the University of Oklahoma, caffeine can cause anxiety symptoms in normal individuals, especially in vulnerable patients, like those with pre-existing anxiety disorders. This study makes sense, as anxiety is a feeling or emotion, going back to those lovely enemas and using these patients as examples. The coffee enemas would give them the same benefits without all the symptoms. Of course, the University of Oklahoma aren't going to approach these patients and say, Yo, Billy, put this tube where the sun don't shine and fix your depression, because that's silly and very unprofessional. Another study from the University of Nevada School of Medicine explains that regular coffee intake can reduce a woman's chance of becoming pregnant. There are other sources suggesting that consuming 200 milligrams of caffeine, that's two cups of instant coffee, can increase the risk of miscarriage. The source also suggests that coffee should be limited at this time. In all honesty, would it really be too much of an ask for a pregnant woman to stop consuming caffeine altogether whilst they are pregnant? There isn't enough science to back this up yet, but if I was a potential mother, and female obviously, I wouldn't fill my unborn child with caffeine. It's just a bit unethical in my opinion but that's my opinion. But concluding this talk on coffee, coffee can be a good thing. There are so many different misconceptions and controversies simply because if it was rediscovered today, it would be a class A drug. Coffee is very potent and when used correctly, can be a huge help to the body. If you're a healthy person who wakes up on their body clock with a little bounce in them, maintains all their essential minerals and vitamins and exercises regularly, then coffee may not be needed, unless you just like the taste. And one final thought, how many people drink coffee for the taste, how many drink it for the buzz, and how many are just plain addicted? <laughs> Thanks for listening guys, this is Cade Baker from DBPT, and uh, there's plenty more of these on our website, if you want to head on to www.dbptonline.com, go to the blog section, and this was actually a blog I wrote quite a while ago, which didn't get much coverage, so... You know, I thought I'd uh, read it as a podcast. There's plenty more on there. I'm planning to read out some more. But for now, if you feel like you want a good read, uh, go on there, check it out. And I hope you guys have a great day. See ya!